He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. What is the stories of, of these people? You know, hopefully every person we talk to is going to give us some little nugget that they're going to feel comfortable giving us. They, w- they wouldn't feel comfortable giving to you, Will. And that's nothing. That's just what we're trying to build or anybody. I'm not willed in general, but just like something that we've built that relationship with them in, in the show's format allows them to give that little extra nugget that whatever is, that's just gold. And that, that golden nugget there is something that the audience really needed to hear. You're listening to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, a podcast for those who are in and around the hospitality industry who love, live, and breathe what they do. You can join us for candid and unscripted conversations with hospitality experts and founders as we go deeper into their personal stories while they're sharing their triumphs and trials that got them to where they are today. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and you're listening to an episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Now, let's begin. In hotels and vacation rentals, the top complaints or issues are noise, garbage, and parking. I may not be able to solve all of your parking and garbage problems, but I could definitely help with your noise problems. And that actually might just help your garbage and parking problems too. So NoiseAware is the only 100% privacy-safe noise monitoring solution that property managers and owners can use in order to ensure they avoid parties and other issues happening at their property. You won't get notified when a plate breaks. But if you have a little quiet get-together that kind of gets out of hand, like this, then NoiseAware will give you the peace of mind to ensure that you and your property, and of course, your profits, are protected. So use my code SLICKTALK20 to get 20% off of all noise monitoring devices and focus on the other important things that help you run your business. Now, thank you for checking out Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Get back to the episode. And don't forget to check out Noise Aware while you're listening. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. And man, the faces on John and Mateo right now are so good because that's the second time I've actually played the intro uh, for the for the new or not the new show, but the new intro for the show. Uh, so you guys face faces say it all. I'm super excited to have you on. Uh, but if you are a first time listener, we are diving into the stories of Mateo and John, who are the hosts of the short term rental no BS podcast or if I got that wrong, the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast. So there you go. There we go. There go. Welcome to Slick Talk, you guys. I'm so excited to have you on. How have you been? Man, awesome, man. Thank you for having us. Of course. Love the, yes. intro. Love the new intro. It's a little longer yeah. than uh, than what I normally would do, but uh, with that beat, we're just like, all right, got to get people pumped up. You got to get the head bop in there, man. Like for those who are watching on video, man, it's all about the bobble. It's all about the bobble. <laughs> Definitely makes you, nod, that makes, makes you nod your head a little bit. I love it. Well, um, just a quick backstory for all the listeners. Um, John and Mateo have been doing their own podcast. You guys have passed, what, 27 episodes now? 28? We just recorded uh, episode 30 this morning. Perfect. So you guys have passed that 
that uh, statistical number of podcasts that get to 10 and, or don't even make it to 10 but quit. So you've passed that. Uh, I was honored to be a guest on your guys' show. Uh, we got to chop it up and have a little bit of a different conversation than I'm used to. <laughs> um, but now I get to do the favor and return to you guys and have you on. So I'm really excited because you guys have both cool separate stories, but you guys coming together and creating what you have um, is even like a more of a fun aspect to jump in because it's been pretty recently new and yeah there's all sorts of cool stuff happening so uh i think we're gonna start with mateo um mateo bradford my man so let's jump into your story really quick on how you got into hospitality short-term rentals and what you're currently doing in the space outside of the podcast uh, wow, man. Um, how I got into short-term rentals, um, I blame uh, Andrew McConnell, Mickey Croft, and uh, and Michael Golden for uh, bringing me into this space. Those are good guys uh, to started. Blame. Good guys. Yeah, to blame. yeah. No, I, and it's absolutely all their fault. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> grateful actually for them. Uh, you know, I uh, started out with Rented um, when Rented was a, a marketplace transitioning into the Rented Capital Fund. Um, my background previously, uh, to that was a securities broker, um, and was, you know, not in this space at all. Not even, I mean, I, you know, booked Airbnbs for stays and, you know, because it legitimately was on Airbnb, not just short term rentals, um, but had no real knowledge of the industry and was like this. And once I got in there, I was like, oh, this is actually, this is really cool. I was like, this opportunity was something that was miles away from, you know, the financial you know world that, uh, that I was coming from. Um, and it, it just started from there, uh, working with uh, the team at Rented and, and building out that Rented Capital Fund. And it just grew, um, you know, as the company transitioned, um, you know, was ingrained in the industry and, and knew that this was the place where I was going to plant my flag and really, really dig in. Uh, it, it really felt like home. And so, from there, um, you know, I transitioned out and uh, <laughs> it's actually how I met John. It's not too, too, too uh, far, not too long after I got in it rented um, and, you know, rode that out until um, about February of 2020, man, when the world changed. And yeah, yeah that was uh, you know, at that time I was doing international uh, stuff with rented and uh and when the world shut down, transitioned to, to some new things that, you know, that we're doing now. And uh, one of those is uh, the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast uh, yes. that John and I are doing. So um, I don't know, John, you want me to go into to how we met? Because I, I can give our side of it. I think well, it's actually really interesting. Well, t- tell a little bit about Addie's and then, and then we can kind of uh, well, get Well, yeah, again, well, actually, it, I figured I have, we'd get to where we were. I have one uh, question for you, though, Mateo. You said okay. felt like home. And I've used that yeah. phrase a couple mm-hmm. times on the podcast where hospitality yeah. is home. Um, yeah. I had that yeah. same moment with you, uh, not yeah. with you, but like you, where I was like, I don't want to do anything else. This, I mean, yeah. this is, right. I'm dying in hospitality or if I'm not in hospitality, I'm like, I'm not here. There's no point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what was that? Was there a particular moment for you? I'm just curious. Is that, was there that yeah, one? No, I can actually, I can highlight. There's been several, but I, I think it was early. I mean, my, my first or second week at Rented was VRMA International. Um, and Which we actually, in all three got to, we all got to meet there just a couple, yep. uh, like a month ago. So yeah, that was so cool. So cool yeah. to have. And so. so it was really that, that it was going there. And I honestly, man, I felt like I was on Mars. I didn't know where the, 
bleep I was. Um, it, okay. But it, it was great, man. I, you know, I was I was there with Golden and and Andrew, and I mean, that's when I met Cliff, and and it was just off. Like I, I, you know, coming from the world, the finance world, man. Like people weren't you, you. You didn't see the camaraderie. You didn't see the that vibe was not there. Um, and it was really, that was it. That's what drug, drove me in, man. That, you know, you had competitors that were, yeah, I mean, they, 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 you know, worked against each other in the business space, yeah. but they were also jovial and like, Hey man, go talk to that guy. He's my competitor. His business sucks, but he's a great guy. <laughs> you should go talk to him. Yeah. And I was like, where it, this twi- this is the twilight zone. I was like, this <laughs> shit can't be real. I was like, there's no way. I was like, these people are faking. Like, yeah. you know, they talk about each other behind their back. Like this isn't cool. But it, it it didn't. It just built from there, and really getting you know the the goodness of the space, the the essence of hospitality. That you know people were really here because they cared about their business, and their business was taking care of people. Yeah. At the end of the day, and that human component let me know that hey, number one, this is a space that you know I like culturally um, to a certain extent. We'll we'll talk a little bit about where that's sure. where that kind of split off, but it but I was welcomed in this yeah. space and, and I've had really great experiences and met some incredible people uh, and built some really solid relationships within this business really quickly. And that's what drew me in and drew me home. And on top of that, seeing that there is so much potential for growth oh, within this too. industry and coming in at a time where the industry is having this seismic shift in technology and the way that business is done and who's running that business. Uh, th- those were all of those ingredients that that I really, you know, when I say it felt like home, kind of, you know, came together in an a- in aggregate and and made me kind of cement my flag in the space, if that makes sense. I love that. And then we actually had you on the podcast separately with Anthony yeah. from At Ease. So right. um, tell me, how did you guys link up? So, and that is in, in where I'm at with At Ease right now, um, with, with strategic development, shout out to Anthony, um, you know, At Ease is also, it feels like home. It's, you know, if you know me, um, you know, I, it, this is a wonderful fit and being able to build the partnerships um, with a company that is, you know, to both of you who are service, uh, who have served and are, are serving, you know, I, 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 I hope my gratitude comes off as sincere because it is. Um, yeah. And those who, you know, if you know me well, those, regardless of what you think about military and things like that, that is a selfless act. And, and people who do those selfless things, you know, resonate with me. And so when I was at, when I was able to connect with Anthony, um, which we actually, so we actually met through uh, one of our, our former clients at Rented, um, who was working with Anthony at the time. And um, I, I love the idea. Uh, I was like, this is amazing. Um, and I was like, whatever I can do to help uh, within this space um, would be, you know, I, I'd be happy to do so and started out, you know, as, as kind of an ad hoc a- a advisor, um, but really ingrained and met with Anthony um, and, and helped him develop, you know, this, how we can build and, and marry the short-term rental a- a part of his business and yeah. part of that business um to the you know the federal government military travelers who you know are, are a great fit for our, our industry and so uh, we we found out we were actually fraternity brothers um from different colleges but the same fraternity and so you know anthony and i just had that chemistry from the beginning man like we're we 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 think the same a lot of the times um you know we do butt heads sometimes but it's always for the good um and we're what? very much so passionate. you butt head with anthony Man, look, it, it, but but it's, it's like, in, like in, in a good way, man. Look, I mean, look I, again. 
Anthony's a you know Marine, and they're only going to butt heads, but so far, because uh, I'm not crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, but you know, but no, Anthony is a, he coming into this space was enough. It's like all of the pieces that fit well together. Like it, it wasn't forced. For Me sure. working with that ease is a no-brainer. Um, and you know, it's something I'm proud to to be a part of, and proud to to help, and proud to to be a part of the genesis and the growth in that. Uh, and was able to come in and actually make a significant impact relatively quickly. And, and, you know, grateful for so many reasons, like, you know, being able to go through the Sounders journey with Anthony and seeing all of the, the bull yeah, no, that, you that, can, you, you can know, a, a founder of color is going through in this space and yeah. all everything that, you know, taking this incredible idea and, and working with him to farm this out and, and getting that experience. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it's been incredible, um, but it also allows me to do this and it allows me to do other things. So sure. uh, being able to put all the right pieces of the puzzle together that, you know, I don't have to sacrifice me or who I am. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm internally grateful for this space to, to be able to do that, because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people are work jobs where they're limited in what they can say and what they can do and, yeah. and what other projects they can run. And I just have, I've been blessed to be able to, to do these things without those limitations. And, you know, hopefully working as a bridge builder to others who want to do the same thing. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because that's like the most clear way to say to other people in this outside of the space. They're like, oh, you could do yeah. this. You get to do that. You, you say that on work calls with your advisors or with this yeah. or with that. It's like, hell yeah, because this is the space. Like, yeah, we love the business, but we also like, we're not afraid to chop it up and make sure that like shit gets done. Right. So right. yeah, right. at the end Absolutely. of the day, uh, it's, it's, and the, the really differentiator part that I love and, and then we'll move to John because I know John's got a cool story too, but like that we're all very passionate people. We're very, mm-hmm. very, very passionate. So it's like, it's not a dull conversation where like our emails aren't just like, Oh, let me circle back to that. It's not like, all right, let's chop this up. Let's go, 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 go. And the people are like, it's in depth, uh, especially on phone calls and zooms. And yeah, mm-hmm. so I love it. I, th- I think that's the, the coolest part. Um, awesome. So John, my man. Yeah. Let's, let's jump in. How the hell did you get into short-term rentals hospitality? Cause I know uh, Mateo mentioned you were a service member as well. Uh, once you got out, uh, let's, let's talk about what's the, what's the transition. What was the story? Yeah. I'll give you the super abridged version until I got into the space. Um, um, let's see, I, four years active army, 10th mountain division. Um, I was a heavy equipment operator. Um, so I got out, I moved to, um, in 2006, moved to, uh, Western PA where my wife is from and I was, um, running heavy equipment. I, I did that for a couple of years. Um, got used my GI bill, got a degree in web design development and kind of started my own little, um, web design development company. Um, eh, was, it was kind of, you know, running your own business in a rural town, um, is, it wasn't really panning out, working really hard, having some great, great ideas. Um, answer an ad to, uh, to sell to, you know, cause ultimately I've always been a salesman. Yeah. Um, so I answered an ad to, um, to sell lumber of all things. It was a 20 minute drive down to this, this lumber mill. And, you know, I, I kind of liked it and it was a more secure paycheck for my family. You know, I, at that um, that time I was, you know, three, four kids probably then, <laughs> um, it was three or four at that time. Um, are and like, we stopped at like four Anthony from at who had like eight kids. Right. It's like, Oh, there's another, no, I, we, we stopped at four. Um, so I, I sold lumber for, uh, you know, I, I 
hardwood lumber um, for a little bit and I and we had an opportunity to move down to Tennessee um, to to help a company that had never dried lumber before and they've only sold green lumber and so they're getting into this and they didn't know and they needed someone that could help sell it so I took that job and we moved my family down to Tennessee mm-hmm. and we freaking hated it yeah it was it was the south was not necessarily for us or at least it was 45 minutes west of chattanooga so it was in the middle of nowhere um and you know wasn't used to the humidity and the uh maybe they call them palmetto they're cockroaches um and mildew and all this water, all this water bugs yeah yeah whatever whatever you want to call them my wife and i were not fans um and so i got out of the space and i i was looking on indeed and here we transition to the short-term rental space, I answered an ad for Ascent Processing. Mm, um, yeah. It was remote work. So I, I took a job uh, with Ascent. I stayed there um, and we're like, hey, I'm working remote. We don't have to be here anymore. And so we moved back north. Um, and now we live in, in Fort Wayne, um, Indiana. But so a couple of, couple of year, year and a half with Ascent, 10 months with True Place. Um, which were, I learned so much. I mean, Ascent really, when, when I, I took that job with Ascent, I, I, you know, it was, it was, you know, selling payment processing is like the most unsexiest job in the whole world. Like, like it is, it's horrible. Um, at the same time, the people, I mean, the people were passionate and like going to the, like my first, my first event was Streamline Summit of all events. And I'm yeah. like, wow, like, like this is how, like these people are passionate and like then the streamline team was passionate. Um, you know, ultimately ascent and then true place weren't my, you know, final stop. I thought my final stop would be, uh, would travel net and track. Um, and I, you know, I gave track two years, um, and they were amazing. And like, I really believe in the software. It's a fantastic software. Um, and, most recently, I'm like five weeks ago now. I I, yeah. I transitioned to um, to Hopper, so I'm I'm the senior market manager at at Hopper Homes Division, that vertical, and we're uh, we're building out, we're bringing uh, the vacation rental to that to the Hopper OTA, and so we're I'm super excited to be. It's it's very much a startup. Yeah, it's what I haven't been able to do at any of my other jobs, but it's my passion to actually build something and put my name on it and yeah. and really. Um, I was, you know, so it was really a perfect fit and a great transition. Um, and I'm, I've never been happier. That's dope. Uh, that. so career wise and, and uh, shit, I get to do this, uh, do this podcast with, yeah. with you today, but in, you know, it's based on the fact that, you know, Teo and I met five years ago in yeah. Gatlinburg yeah. Uh, at, on the Carney circuit and, <laughs> oh, <really>? uh, <laughs> doing, you know, and we've, yeah early in our, when we first got into the space, like we, we connected and we connect and, and it was a weird conference. Like just, if you've never been to Gatlinburg before and you're listening to and you've never been to that, like the Smoky mountains and Sevier County and like that whole area there, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, Gatlinburg, it's a different animal. And if like, if you've been to say Myrtle beach, mm. but, or like, but think of Myrtle beach and like, or like a boardwalk anywhere like that. And all the, all the interesting things that can happen on a boardwalk and then throw it in the middle of like a nationalist forest. That's smoky that's mountains, uh... yeah. And add moonshine. And add... Like it's, <laughs> it's weird. Um, but amazing. That community is made, but that's where Tay and I met and we've 
formed a friendship and, you know, and those co- early conversations we had about both new coming to the space and, and both like, like really wide eyed and, but also being like, wow, we love this space. Like, yeah, like this, like we could see the potential and we could see like, like the energy and like the, like uh, the surrounding conversations and, and like, we just, you know, we've been probably talking about coming together and doing something for a couple yeah. of years leading up to this, but we really didn't know what it was. And then we're like, well, shit, if Will can do it, we could do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, I was going to say yeah. what, like, dude, so this is like the crazy part for me is that, you know, I've been doing the podcast almost four years in March. So very like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been a big, big learning journey, but then there's been a, COVID happened and there's a lot of these podcasts that have popped up. A lot of them disappeared once the world opened up because sales are yeah. back and they don't need to worry about content and marketing and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So, the, but the real podcasts, the ones that are really in it about the value add, the connection, the community, the passion and the sharing of the stories, all the stuff that we talk about, um, they've stayed like you guys. And so what were the moments that you know, you guys were like, Hey, let's create a podcast. Um, and I, I guess maybe tell me about that conversation and leading up to creating the no BS short-term rental podcast. Um, I, I mean, ultimately I think that, you know, we, we looked at the other podcasts in the space, yours, we looked at, you know, and some yes. of the, you know, and yeah, the, the, there's yeah. not necessarily yours so much, but there are lots of tips and tricks podcasts. Yeah. There's exactly. lots, of, lots of that. And we're like, okay, we definitely don't want to do that. But, you know, we're kind of think back, like what motivates us and what, what kind of gets our, our juices flowing and what, you know, it's these, these conversations that are in depth that, you know, that might've happened around a, at a bar or, you know, on the, on a, on the, you know, like the floor of a show, you know, at a trade show, these are the conversations we wanted to have. And, and a lot of what, you know, Mateo and I, you know, like talked about were, weren't, weren't necessarily like topics that were maybe PC, you know, they were like, but what about this? What about that? Like, I think that's, you know, that's, that's bullshit. Or like, we didn't really get like, like there's a lot of the trajectory in the way the space is going. And we're like, well, what if we talked about it this, or what if we brought light to it this way? And I think that's kind of where we saw, you know, we could really bring a different, different feel and a different, you know, a different light to, to different, especially and there's, there's a lot of topics we're really passionate about that no one else will talk about. Yeah. And we'll, you know, I think that us willing to have that conversation um, really lets people put their guard down and be themselves. And, and, you know, we've gotten, you know, mixed type of, you know, reactions while in conversations and out of conversations, but it's uh exactly what we're looking for <laughs> yeah right. right right so i guess damn all right there's a lot of to, well, there's a lot of pull from that so um for for the podcast itself having these conversations like i i i don't know if a lot of listeners on the consumer side of a podcast like people that have never mm-hmm. thought about doing one or they thought about doing one they're like no way i can get in front of a microphone and, and talk about x y and z for, for those who never kind of experienced the, this side of the mic, um, you know, there's a lot that goes behind the, I guess, the production of podcasting, the conversation. And having these conversations is, it's a it's a very vulnerable spot because you do have to, yeah. um, not that you have to like be in a certain box, but there's definitely some structure. There's some, uh, you know, you 
I don't know, just from my perspective of, of having this podcast, but for, for you guys, when you're creating the, the formation of, you know, we're, we're going to go outside of this box. We're going to have these conversations that people don't want to have that makes can make some people uncomfortable, but in a good way because they've never been exposed to this type of perspective or this side of a, a different story that they're used to seeing uh, on, on the media, whatever it may be. Kind of tell me, like, what has that response been um, from your listeners? And, and, Mateo, I would love to even just kind of get your perspective yeah. on what what has happened ever since becoming a podcast host and, and hosting these types of conversations on your guys' platform. Hey, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode, and I wanted to drop in quickly to let you know that our partners at Jetstream have some of the best-in-class technology that sits at the heart of the guest experience with a focus on generating revenue for your property assets. With their platform, your property gets the best-in-class tech and integrations to remote access, guest screening, booking protection, and payment processing. Better yet, their team does all of the hard work of 24-7 guest communication and content creation. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes so you can jump on board today and take advantage of their professional hospitality team. Now, we're back to the episode. I think you're right about that. So let me be clear. Like, I'm not a person that does well. I don't like the sound of my own voice. I'll just be very clear. Um, But I think... I don't either. (laughs) <laughs> like the sound of your voice. Uh, I, well, I appreciate that, John. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I uh, now I'm going to record the voicemail and, and, and torture you all the time with just the sound of my voice. But I, I think one of the things that it, that was you know very important for John and I, you know, when we were having conversations that you know over time, is there's a certain level of authenticity and just vulnerability, I guess, also at the end of the day, too. You know, we don't have to get on here and pretend to be, we're not caricatures, we're not coming on here. You know, we, we wanted to build a platform, we could have a conversation that John and I would have had at the bar, yep. or would have had, you know, on the phone, or or just had, you know, with two, just hanging out with, with people and, and really keeping a level of just, this is who we are. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, for better or for worse. And, you know, the the thing that that I've always appreciated is, you know, with my relationship with John is there was there's always a, there's a baseline level of respect, but there's also a baseline, you know, level of, of honesty that we're able to have with each other that comes from the comfortability in the space that we create. And we wanted to be able to do to expand on that, because that's one of the gaps that we saw yeah. within you know the industry was you know, all right, people are having lots of conversations about different topics. And, you know, there's, there's, and not to knock these things, like anything that's making the industry better or making people better. Like I'm not knocking tips and tricks. Like we say that, but that's not a derogatory term. That's just how we differentiate ourselves from what we do within the space. And we wanted to create, you know, a, a conversational experience that was authentic to who we're talking to, that allowed us to be authentic at the same time and, you know, and, and, and grow from there. And, and so particularly, you know, it, it, it required a level of vulnerability that I give to my, the people that are in my circle that are close to me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and naturally being able to do this on the mic now, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be because I just, speak what's in my mind and what's on my heart and you know and 
that part is something that I actually found out that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. And I didn't really know that until we got into this space. Like I could talk to you guys and, you know, we could have conversations off, off the cuff or off the mic, off the camera. Yeah. And, you know, I hope that I'm that same person that you see, you know, in the podcast that you see in those conversations as well. For sure. And that that's the biggest thing I, I told people in the beginning when I had uh, started slick talk with a $20 mic on a piece of crap laptop and had no idea what the hell I was doing with a $5 intro from Fiverr was uh, you eventually get rid of that. Like you stop seeing the microphone. Like you just do. Um, you do a couple episodes. It's very intimidating. At least it was for me. I, Cause I'm, I'm like, you Mateo, I hated the sound of my voice. Um, and, yeah. and, and eventually you mm-hmm. get rid of, once you find that, I, I remember a Stuart Butler who was the host of uh, fuel hotel marketing podcast. And he was a guest on mine show. I got to be a guest on theirs. Mm-hmm. And he said to me privately off, off the record was like, you know, when you found your passion for the industry, when you found, when you started showcasing like your passion for guest experience and were connecting with people, whether they were gay, they're straight, they're whatever. Like you just found your, you found your, your not niche, yeah. but you found your, your drive. You found your, your go-to um, like source of energy to tap into every time you get on a recording. And I think a lot of people, like, it's cool to see those moments. Like, I can genuinely go through all of your guys' episodes and probably find that there was a moment in one of the first beginning episodes where you guys tapped into that. And eventually, like, that's just what's been pushing through. Um, I've done, you know, I've heard that on other podcasts. And mm-hmm. so it's it's a really cool thing to find. Um, I know podcast, the power of podcasting behind the scenes uh, as a host of a show yeah. is, is really, like, really powerful as a, a personal growth side. Um now I kind of want to rephrase the question back to you guys on what's give, give me the dirty details, the good, the bad, the ugly of the response from your guys' show when you're having these type of conversations, because I think, you know, everyone wants to think that they're going to start a podcast and it's all going to be great. Everyone's going to love it. Everyone's going to give you five star reviews. Everyone's going to say, you're so good. Oh my gosh. Like you're the best. Uh, but it's not the case. Um, I got a couple one star reviews yeah. on, on Apple Podcasts and yeah. whoever did that, I hate you. Um, just kidding. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, but like you know, that that type of stuff does happen. So I'm kind of curious for you guys with this type of conversation is very different in our space. There are some people kind of talking about it, but they're very much scratching the surface. Um, so I, I really want to hear from from the back end on you guys. Yeah. I think for us, and John, I'll just go and I let you go. For us, I don't think we gave a shit in the beginning. Like we wanted to do what we wanted to do within this space. And for us, not that we don't care about reviews and things of that yeah, nature yeah, and yeah. putting out a good product. We do care about that. But I don't think we came into this with these huge expectations of what this was going to be. We just knew what we wanted to do. Yeah. And we know we knew what we wanted to create in, in terms of the you know kind of culture of conversation that we were bringing together, and you know it just kind of rolled from there. We you know we did one, we were like, all right, this works. I think we can do this, all right. And then you know we rolled into two and, and three and four, and then we we just that, we, we were seeing that one, and that and one, they, and then they like, were, yeah. No, no, no. But I'm saying that our first episode, mm-hmm. it took us like three or four weeks to actually get the courage to like, all right, no, we're really gonna do this. We're like, yeah, we're like sure. ready. Oh, no, we're not. No, we're ready. No, no, you know. <laughs> and, and we, yeah, if we wanted, what's our format going to be? And like we, but I think once we actually got on the mic and actually just knocked it out, we realized this was something that we could do. 
um, and something that we enjoyed doing too, um, that was an extension of things that we'd already been doing and conversations that we were already having, because I, I don't want to belittle the time in which we created this podcast. And, and for me, you know, the authenticity of mine and John, my, John and I's relationship came from conversations that were happening prior to us putting this podcast out and, and, you know, vulnerability, you know, in terms of questions and authenticity in terms of things that we were able to talk about as friends and colleagues, honestly, that we were like, this, these conversations need to be expanded for the better of our industry, for the better of our business, and for the better of us as, as individuals, um, uh, the betterment of us as individuals. So, and John, that, that was my, 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 yeah, my no, understanding it, of it, John, I'll let you expand. No, it, it's mine too. And, you know, I, I think it all started, you know, I mean, back, you know, again, we'll, we've talked about this a lot, you know, the, the conversation where, where, where I knew that Mateo and I could talk about anything and that we, and we were, we were friends anyways, but the, it was more of a friends when we crossed paths. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like when I reached out to him during the whole George Floyd incident, I had a lot of questions and I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to talk to people about it. And I, I would, I put my vulnerability out there in front of Mateo and shit, we ended up having a, um, an amazing webinar based all on it. We had a great panel. We, I mean, we've now continued in a Verma. We've, yeah. um, there's a subcommittee that's been all, you know, kind of sparred up on you know, diversity, equity, inclusion. And it was all kind of, you know, started on a, you know, a conversation that Mateo and I had. And, you know, and, and it's all positive, everything that, that like all the positive things and, and, you know, Mateo and I can look at it and be like, oh man, it's positive, but it's going so slow or this should have happened so much, you know, so many, you know, years ago, or yeah. like, we're not seeing the results we'd like to see, but in the end of the day, it's still positive. Yeah. And these conversations we were having and now, and now we're having conversations with you know you know on lgbtq plus we're having conversations on big versus versus small business where you know we're calling out without calling out because again we're at the end of the day we we're not going to take a side one way or another we're but but at the same time we'll always play devil's advocate in in a conversation you know yes just yesterday we we recorded uh the podcast that's going to come out this week and we're we're not afraid to ask you know that's all great but what about this or you know this you know there's certain people that are that are that look at it this way and what are your thoughts on that and so i think that that we're able to kind of scratch a little bit deeper because at the end of the day we're we're doing this for you know ultimately we we did it for us because these are conversations we wanted to have and then we realized that that we should be sharing these conversations because there's a lot of a great, great insight. And, and I'm not saying from us, it's from our guests. Like we're, we're able to go ahead and add to it and keep the conversation going because we have a great rapport. We can bounce things off each other. I can give shit, give him shit and he give it back to me. And, and I think that's part of the chemistry. That's great too. I love that. I love that. And yeah, I think, you know, just being self-aware, I think it, there's a lot of us that need to, not need to in the sense of do it, but need to be more aware of like, there are moments where you can play devil's advocate more. Um, you know, mm-hmm. when I, I look back on some interviews I've done and some big founders or some great startups or whatever and be like, man, I wish I did ask, like, what about what about the opposite? Like, all right, that, that yeah. sounds great. Like, it sounds like you guys have a great business. Uh, you're, you're making tons of money. You've raised a ton of capital. You have a growing team, da, 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 da. But what the hell about this? Like, you know, like, what about the, the operators don't that don't operate this way? They don't like the arbitrage model. Right. They don't like this or whatever. Like, you know, there's times that I've 
definitely. I can I can think of a couple on the top of my head right away. Um, so I think that that you guys are intentionally going out and doing that definitely does separate that. Uh, I guess that a differentiator from from podcasts. I, right? th- like, I think subconsciously, like one of us, you know, sometimes, and it's not on purpose, but it just happens because we built this rapport together. It's like almost like a good cop, bad cop. Yeah. And I don't always play good, and and Teo doesn't always play good. We just kind of, but it's just. It works, and it wouldn't work if it was just one of us. Mm-hmm. The same way it yeah. works with the two of us. Yeah. Well, can I ask then? So, what's outside of the conversations that you guys are having with the type of the guests that you're bringing on the show? What's What's next? What's the goal? Where do you guys see yourselves taking this um, within the industry? I, I'm, I'm genuinely am curious because I think, you know, we talked about, you know, at Verma, the regulation uh, panel was one of the least attended. Plus. The other one about inclusion was uh, one of the least attended. Um, but where do you guys see, like, this is a, the great thing about podcasts is that they pretty much live forever. Like, you record this content, it's out there forever on multiple platforms, um, on your laptop, whatever. Uh, where do you guys see that voice, that carry through going? I think so. I think it's continuing to expand on on what we've been doing. You know, what we want to do is highlight the the, the culture, the news, and the people uh, of this industry um, in a way that they're not typically seen um, and, or you know or typically engaged around. And so, the value of of our industry is the people that make it up. And yeah. so, we really want to continue to be that honest voice and that honest conversation, that candid conversation that really highlights not just, you know, hey, this is the shining, you know, spotlight of this person over here, but shit, this is their story. This is how they got here. This is, you know, what they think about current events going on. This is what they're doing, you know, and this is what they want to do in the future. And the more we can continue to have those conversations in the midst of everything else that's going on in the world around them and in around our world, you know, that's what we want to do without being able to have to curtail those conversations to, you know, not offend somebody. I mean, we're not going to go out with the intent of offending somebody, but we don't want to be biting our tongue because we might ask a question that someone, you know, may stumble on or, or may have to spend some time thinking about, or, you know, may be a little bit like, Oh shit, I didn't know he was going to ask that. Or that didn't, Oh, I didn't know. Like we, that's not, we don't care. It's not scripted, right? Like none of this is scripted. We want it to be authentic and we want to know what people really think, not what people have mulled on and, and had time to create and call and, 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 you know, create, you know, steady, steady answers Stand, yeah, for steady answers. Um, And so I, I think that's one of the things that I know John and I talk about this all the time. Like we, we think the sky's the limit for where, where we can go with this, but I think the most important thing for me and I, and I think for us is being able to keep that authenticity uh, in, in terms of the product that we put out and, and keep the authenticity uh, around the conversations that we're having and never make them canned and, and not have them be, you know, something that just kind of falls in line, I guess. Yeah. Um, Cause that's just not what we, we set out to do. That's not what the type of uh, a podcast that we wanted to create. Yeah. I think ultimately if we were to go ahead and get, be told like, Hey, this is how you have to do it. Or this is, you know, like either from, from, you know, say my job, you know, the, yeah. the, the job that pays the bills right yeah. now, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, say, Hey, by the way, wait, I don't want you talking about that. I think, I think, you know, that's, you know, that's an unfortunate, you know, for, I mean, 
I try to think of it as, you know, like you ever, you ever on social media and you get this fact checker that pops up yep. and they're like, and the fact checker is either right and it's wrong, but there's really two perspectives of it, but the, whatever the fact checker is saying it's wrong, or this is the correct answer. And I like that. What we're doing is we're like a fact checker with, with two answers or three mm-hmm. answers, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, we want the whole story. We want that. We want multiple perspectives. We want, you know, we're talking hospitality, we're talking, you know, short-term rentals. So we want the perspective of the host or the property manager and the guests and, and the, you know, we, we want the full story and the, the maintenance people and the housekeeping team and the operations. Like, what is it really like, yeah. you know, and, mm-hmm. and what is the stories of, of these people, you know, hopefully every person we talk to is going to give us some little nugget that they're going to feel comfortable giving us, they would, they wouldn't feel comfortable giving to you, Will. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing yet. Like that's just what we're trying to build or anybody. I'm not, not willed in general, but just like something that we've built that relationship with them that in, in the show's format allows them to give that little extra nugget that whatever is, that's just gold. Yeah. And, and that, that, that golden nugget there is something that the audience really needed to hear. And, and if we could do that, then we're doing our job. And I think ultimately to kind of expand where, you know, where we like see this going. All right. You tell us. I don't know. Right. Can we, can, can I say it or can I say it? Yeah. We got yeah. The, you uh, say it. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're, really, we're willing participants. We're what? We're, 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 we're signing up. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said, I thought you said yeah. will and his, never mind. I'm not even going to say what I thought you said. I play uh, on words. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so no. The guys are going. No, that's cool. Well, like, and I think a lot of, and not to geek out on podcasting in general too much, but like being on the side of the mic, you get really good at kind of steering the conversation. Kind of, you hear a piece that John says and Mateo say, and then you know how to form them together 10 steps or 10 words ahead or 10 sentences ahead, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then also those nuggets, man, like I get different nuggets than you guys get because most of the time I'm geeking out about founders and entrepreneurism and depression and overcoming that. And like, how do you, how do you battle mental health and like other different things that I've struggled with? Like I like genuinely tell this to my roommates all the time. Like, you know, there was a time where I had a friend pull me off a balcony, like from like, you know, it was a dark time in my life, but like finding different ways through exercise, through through finally not living off of other people's expectations for my life, you know, whether it was my parents or um, for whoever, you know, like all this type of stuff, we all have different nuggets. And I think that that power inside podcasts that you get to take, not only as a host, like you get to carry on these conversations, um, but then everyone listening, like John said, like that audience needed that nugget. They needed that piece to walk away from and be like, wow, that was refreshing. Like this is, this is fresh. Like this isn't, um, a scripted and there's nothing wrong with scripted podcasts, but like the scripted, like right. educational, you know, show or whatever. Like, I don't know. Anyways, not to geek out too much about it, but. Yeah. Well, no, I think, and I think like, will like, but we also like learning that and it, it empowers other to do so. Right. Yeah. Seeing, you know, you be vulnerable on podcasts lends a level of authenticity is like, yeah, that's a level of authenticity that we want to right? Like within that space sure. in, in order to create something that is real, which people will see right through if it's not, you know, you, you have to create a space that, you know, is, is safe. And, and I think that's what we want to do is create that space to where people feel comfortable enough to share the whole story and share the real yeah. story and share that part to where, and it's just them, it's us too, right? Yeah. Because we're sharing our, our side, it's a conscience, right? Like our go, our guests, 
um, are, are part of a conversation with John and I, yeah. right? They're part of a dialogue with John and I and includes, you know, our experiences along with, you know, talking about theirs and the similarities and the differences and, yeah. and, and that whole gumbo mix of, of whatever you want to call that is, you know, what ends up being, uh, you know, our product at the end of the day. And I think that's what we want to make sure that that recipe stays in line. Um, but you know, we're open to willing and we're learning and because we want to, we know what we want to produce in terms of that, that product and the effect. And I think how we're doing that and, and, and what we're sharing, uh, continues to evolve, but not, but also not too much because, you know, it's who we are. There's not too much, there's not a whole lot to change. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that analogy too. You know, the recipe, the the product, it's, it's, it's a good, that's a good, that's a good way to phrase it. It's a really good way. I like that. Um, well, I, I, I know we, we haven't officially announced yet at this time of this recording, but by the time this comes out, you guys will be officially yeah. part of the Hospitality FM family um, for anyone who's not, yeah. you know, hasn't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, for anyone who's <laughs> listening for the first time, Hospitality FM is a hospitality podcast network, and basically – Trying to bring in, I don't want to be a host of 20 shows, but I also uh, know that there's an opportunity for more shows to be tied together in, in alignment for their missions, their values, their their core beliefs. Um, and Mateo and John, obviously, you guys have been a big part of that ever since I got to be on your show and dive into more. And Mateo, you and I have had a really good conversation when I was in Florida, and yeah. just having like that type of stuff happen, it was like, yeah, this is this is a good this is a good d- direction for the industry. And so I'm really excited. Uh, we're going to announce it uh, December 1st. If you're listening to this episode, it's happening. And I don't want to take the spotlight, but just the reason why we're mentioning is because you guys are going to be in it. And the fact that you guys are one of the founding shows to be a part of it is really incredible. And I'm, I'm very excited and honored for it because, yeah, I've just been watching you guys since you announced you, you announced the show uh, that you're going to be doing it together. I was like, all right, let's watch. Like, I've, I've, I've observed, yeah. and now we get to see – you guys have recorded past 30 episodes and beat statistics and having really good conversations and are doing shit at, you know, VRMA and all these other, um, uh, conferences and stuff. It's just really cool. So I'm, I'm really excited and honored yeah. to have you guys in, into the family. And I, we're, we're honored to be part of the family, you know, truly, you know, we, we looked at, at what you were doing and, and I know I choked about it earlier. <laughs> um, and the, you know, there's, there's a lot of respect, uh, from, from Teo and I, uh, to you and what you're doing in, in the, the brand that you've built and this, this new HFM um, thing that's coming out. We're, 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 we're glad and, and excited to be a part of this from the beginning. Yeah. And um, it's uh, here's, here's to the future. You know, I, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, we were talking about, you know, you're talking about um, the other day and I can't remember it was a, I think it was a social post you put it was talking about the you know earlier when you're in uh Oregon and you're you know the Christmas tree and the and oh, and, yeah. and this is Will's hotel yeah this is Will's hotel and and you know you know this you know that's the kind of thing there that's why you do what you do yeah. and you know and and that I love that story and you know, you know, when, when Mateo and I are, are at a conference or, or, or someone gives me a call or, or messaging me on LinkedIn and they talk about an episode they heard and, and something they hadn't thought of before, or, or like, wow, like, like what, what a different way to look at it. Or like, that's why we do what we do. And, you know, if we can help somebody in, and, and in turn, we're helping ourselves too. I mean, yeah, like, you know, selfishly, you know, 
this is this is fantastic for our careers um you know if we're going to look at it that way too it's it's yeah. not a bad thing to have great conversations with smart people that are way smarter than me 100%. um i i learned something every day i learned something today you know yeah, 100%. just one thing but <laughs> Well, I think there's two, and we we had talked, you know, for a while, like, you know, one of the things I love about this industry is the ability to collaborate and grow together, right, and and to do these things together. And I think this really provided an opportunity for us to, you know, expand within that space and and to work with you and work with others uh, on something that we really enjoy doing. Um, and, you know, sharing our passion for hospitality, um, sharing our passion for doing these podcasts, sharing our passion for people, you know, this, you know, coming together to continue to do what we all do individually, but also, you know, we love the, the potential for what can come out of this too creatively, you know, it's like sky's the limit. There's so many things that we're excited about, you know, potentially, you know, platform, you know, expanding in this space as well. So it just made sense in doing it with people that, you know, we have a great rapport with, we respect professionally, you know, that, that know our work ethic and, and we respect theirs. It just, it makes a lot of sense. And I think it's really going to be good for the industry to be able to have targeted, you know, the, the word media gets thrown around a lot, you know, whether it's a good or bad connotation in terms of however you take it. Um, you know, it's, it's personal, but I think we have the ability to put out some amazing product and to do it, um, in a way that I think will be, you know, the industry will hundred percent be the beneficiary of everything we're able to put out. And I mean, the hospitality industry at large, yeah. for sure. I love that. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, uh, it's more than just short-term rentals. It's more than just tech. It's more than just mm-hmm. startups. It's, it's everybody. And I, and I read a post on LinkedIn, uh, yesterday, hospitality is without borders. Hospitality is without um, without barriers, basically, where yeah. different cultures, religions, sexual orientations, uh, people of color, races, everything, gender, all are are together in in one in one passion, and that's where I find you know the the yeah, it's just it's really cool. I don't think you can find that many many other places or many other uh, industries. So the fact that we're in that yeah. industry is is uh is, it's beautiful. So. Um, you guys know that at the end of every podcast, I like to give all of our guests the opportunity to share with the audience. Where can they find you? The best place? Is it LinkedIn? Is it email? Is it Facebook? Whatever you want. Where's the plug? So that way, if uh, anyone listening to this podcast is just like, yo, I want to connect with these guys. I want to follow them. I want to do whatever. I want to listen to their show. Uh, where's the best, best place to go? So I'll let whoever wants to go first share, uh, share their shameless plug. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I'll, I'll jump in, um, you know, both, uh, I can be found, you know, John Stokinger on LinkedIn, but, um, th- that's probably the best way to go get a hold and reach me. Um, but as far as the podcast goes, we are the no BS short-term rental podcast.com. Yeah, we know it's a mouthful, but you know, <laughs> there, it truly makes the most sense. So the no BS short-term rental podcast.com. And also we have a, a LinkedIn page. I also have a, we also have a Facebook page of the same name that I do not update. Um, and that's my bad. So I need to go ahead and do so. So we're also on Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. And ho- hopefully this partnership matter. will help matter. you. Meta. Meta. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love Meta. Uh, how about you, Mateo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, easy ways to get a hold of me is LinkedIn, of course, uh, and Mateo at PCS at ease. Uh, definitely big shout out to at ease. Uh, all of you property managers who are not out there, check it out at ease. Please check out at ease. 
Um, but no, that's uh, you know, shout out to Anthony and, and the team there, and we're, we're doing some incredible work, and, and looking forward to continuing that work. So you can find me there. You can find me uh, on the uh, No BS Short Term Rental uh, LinkedIn page. Um, but hey, we, we love your feedback. Um, thank you to all of you who have supported uh, the podcast. Thank you for all of the guests that we've been able to come on. Uh, have come on, um, you know, as this uh, around Thanksgiving time, we're, we're super grateful. So grateful for all of you, grateful for Will, grateful for you, John, uh, and grateful for this opportunity to continue doing, you know, what we really love to do. Um, and so, hey, man, thanks again for having us, man. Of course. I couldn't have yeah, said thanks, it. man. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you heard it, Slick Talkers. Go ahead, check out the show notes. If you haven't already followed them, like and subscribe to their podcast. Go ahead and do it now. Everything will be tagged. And, of course, you guys know we'll see you guys all again next week. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to our show partners for making Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, possible. We hope you enjoy the show, and we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. So you can follow us on all of our social media channels for daily hospitality content or find us on slicktalkthepodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and we will see you guys all again next week. What's up all my Slick Talkers? This episode is brought to you by my friends at Hostfully. Now these are the days where enough is enough with managing multiple calendars for your properties in order just to make sure you don't get double booked. And not having a website for your guests to get to know your story and book direct? You can stop stressing, at least a little bit, and check out my friends at Hostfully. Hostfully was created by hosts for hosts, and they understand the importance of centralizing operations, inboxes, calendars, and of course, keeping up with the times and the industry data. You can go to hostfully.com, use my code SLICKTALK20 to get access to their digital guidebooks and their property management software. I use them as well, and I love the simplicity of their product. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Now sit back and enjoy. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast.